What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Welcome to the Grown Man Ish Podcast. I am Mike J on the break with Bowtie Fresh in the building. What's good with y'all this fine Sunday afternoon? All right, man. All, all to the good, man. A little chilly. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's all good, man. I like this oh, type of weather, though, man. This is I good shit right that. here. I yeah, better. Man, fall's like my favorite, my favorite damn season, man. I hate it because it's like one day it could be like, I think it's sick because like one day it was like 80 the other day here. And yeah, like, Thursday. Yeah, so for me it's just like, it's just the fact that people are getting sick. You know, then people, you know, so like, you know, I'm back, I'm back in the office. So it's just sickly people and COVID and flu season coming. Nah, I'm, I'm good. Give me summer all day. Yeah, like, I mean, I I can understand it with, with breaking it down with all the sickness and all that type of stuff, man. I just like this type of weather because it always, I think it's like a childhood thing. Like, like the fall going into the winter has always been like a, like a good time of year for me. Like just, just in general. I mean, I like the, I like the, you know, the, the, the bonfires and, you know, sitting, sitting by the fire pit and, you know, or just posted up chilling. Like I did most of yesterday, which is like watching my shows, but just chilling in the house nice big pot of chili, you know, like to me, it just kind of brings like that. It kind of slows things down a little bit. It just kind of brings people together. So I don't know. I guess it's kind of, kind of like my vibe. And I love, I like really, really like the holiday season. Like Thanksgiving is my absolute favorite holiday. I hate the holiday. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> man. Awesome. Yeah, ain't, when have you ever heard me sound like the holidays? Yeah, not, not, not at all. I always, I always refer to you as the, as, the, as the Grinch 2.0. <laughs> I hate them. Oh my God. I hate the holidays. Man, so you know, tell the so, so tell the people. I, I know you. I've been knowing you forever. You know, we 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 brothers from another mother. But man, tell the people, like help them help them understand why you despise the holidays. I just don't like them. Like I don't I mean it's cool to be off work. I mean, it's cool to get out of school. I mean, I never was like, oh Christmas, I mean, I was cool, you know. I was happy I got stuff as a kid. I mean, it's cool, but I just don't. I mean, the older I get, it's more like, oh, it's more like it's more like it's not even about the fun of the holiday it's more of like the stress like all right gotta pay this gotta pay that still gotta get this gotta get that it's you know it's just it's more of a stressing thing than anything of being like a fun because it's like everything's so monetary you know there's those around it like i enjoy thanksgiving you know thanksgiving is cool because it's like yo i'm just eating drinking and kicking with the family but christmas and everything else all the other ones i'm good like i'm, yes, I'm definitely good Thanksgiving is like my absolute favorite holiday. Like I, I just, I mean, you get great food and football. I mean, like that's that's just that's bliss for me. But yeah. I mean, I, get, I definitely get what you said about about Christmas and all that type of stuff. But I remember like before COVID hit, like just, just talking to the monetary piece and you know the the materialistic thing. Like there's a lot of that that goes that goes into you know the Christmas holiday and that sort of thing. But I used to, I, I remember. There were years, um, again, this was before COVID, that I would try to uh, create an experience to create like a memory as opposed to just, you know, showering my boys with everything known to man. Like there was one year I took them to um, the, it's like a Polar Express type thing here in Indiana. It's like a big train, it's like a big train station type thing. And like, you get to go through, like kind of just experience the the Polar Express type vibe or whatever. But then like, you get to build trains and you get to see other little stuff. Of course they were a little smaller then, but 
Um, like I done that, done that one Christmas, um, another Christmas, um, took them and just literally went up to the Schomburg area, took them to Legoland and done some other stuff in that area. Um, they had like, a, it's now a Great Wolf Lodge, but I forgot what it was called when we went to a Great Wolf Lodge bottom out, but it was a, a thing like kind of like Great Wolf Lodge, spent some time like, a, like in an indoor park and they had like an arcade thing and all that type of stuff. So um, I used to, I was doing that sort of stuff as opposed to trying to just, you know, throw a bunch of gifts at them and stuff. And I'm cannot wait for things to really be back um, safely. Obviously shit's back open and all that type of stuff, but I, personally, I'm not, I'm not ready to try to embark on those type of things just yet, but I mean, I get what you're saying, but I think for me, it's just always been that, that family time, like this kind of just slows everything down. Like summertime, springtime, you want to move, you want to go, you want to be out and about, you know, all that type of stuff. And I'm kind of a homebody. So I think maybe that plays into it too. Yeah. You know, I don't like, you know, tax those who don't, who, who that's their time. Like, I don't, I guess also for winter, it's like, damn, got to drive in the snow, got to shovel this snow, got to deal with people who can't drive in the snow. So, you know, and I hate the cold weather. So that would be like my lifetime thing is like, I was out first. I was like, man, I was just thinking like, it would be dope to live somewhere where the weather's like this all year round. Like and then from that and it's like warm. Like you think about Cali, like it might rain, but they think it's cold and it's like fifty some odd degrees. Yeah, it's fifty some odd degrees here in December. Yo, you out here with a hoodie on because it's warm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But man, yeah. I want to talk. Yeah, I, I, I definitely, I think that I would definitely miss. Personally, I would miss the winter. I don't mind the winter. I don't mind the snow and all that type of stuff. Now I, I can't stand driving with, with idiots in the in the damn snow and all that type of stuff, but. I do like it. I think if I did move, if I moved somewhere where there wasn't a lot of fluctuation or I didn't get to experience, I think that I would miss it for sure. But yeah, man, different, different, different strokes for different folks, man. Yeah, no doubt. So, hey, man, so one thing I missed last episode, man, we, this is episode 101. So I want to ask you, man, we've done a hundred, this is our 101 of these. We've done a hundred before. What's your favorite episodes and moments, man? Favorite set episode? Um, I would probably so two episodes come to mind. My my absolute favorite episode, and y'all need to go back and listen to it. It was I can't remember what it was titled, but it was our man episode. We talked, we focused on like the, the fellas. We focused on being a being a man in in our society. We talked about a lot of different stuff um, in that episode, but uh, I felt that that episode was authentic and 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 like we were vulnerable and we were just kind of. We took a little bit of the playfulness out that we, that we typically have and was like trying to just really kind of like educate and open up and get people engaged. So that's one of my favorite episodes. Um, and I, another one of my favorite episodes was it was a I can't remember if it was the uh, NFL season preview or if it was the uh, the NCAA bracket preview where uh, we actually done a call in episode um, and we had. Uh, of course, everyone, you know, that, that's in our crew, you know, that, that we roll with, you know, the Ace, the Hammer, the Ripper, the Deacon. I don't know if the Deacon was on there. Um, but we had, we, we got, we actually, yeah, we got some, we got a lot of interaction from uh, just the grown man-ish fan. We had a couple guys from, from the East Coast call in. We had a guy from down South call in. So it was nice just to engage in that with, with like the grown man-ish fam and kind of like really, enjoy each other's company and, and talk about, you know, sports and that sort of deal. But to me, that was a, that was a defining episode because we really got to 
um, touch and, and, and interact with people. And I think that might've been our second interactive episode. So those two come to mind for me, man. What about you? Uh, um, for me, I like the ones that people really like the ones we did. We talked about insecure. Uh, I don't know. One of my favorites when we did a year end review, that's actually our highest listened to episode. Uh, I did that in 2018. And also like the ones in the, you know, we sit back and uh, the Bishop John Gray came out, man. Well, you know, you counseled John Gray on, you know, twice. We've done two episodes with John Gray's joined us on the podcast, man. And he's going through turmoil, you know. You know, he sit back and he's fed his side chicks, you know, uh, <laughs> that old country buffet meal. He's got called cheating, you know. He told Never that ever saw was one of the year-end shows. So just bear with us, y'all. Uh, it's a little technical difficulty, but... To Mike J's point, um, he, he he said his, one of his favorite episodes was the year-end show. That's definitely a memorable one, too, man, for, for sure. Yeah, so that's Mike, it, man. Mike so J, I'll okay, post, there we go, there we go. Yeah, I'll post I'll post those episodes this week, man. So I'll, I remember that men's show was really dope. So I'll, I'll post those this week. So, you know, folks will catch up on old episodes, man. So it was really, I like the interactive call-in. Yeah, so, you know, shout out to everybody who supported us, you know, through this long time. It's been, like, going on three years, so. We've had the ads and flows, technical difficulties, everything else, like we're seeing to be having now. But uh, yeah, shout out to everybody who was uh, rocking with us. But, Absolutely, uh, man. Keep on rocking with us. Spread the word, share, because, you know, we, we enjoy interacting with everybody and, and the people. So, you know, let's just keep this thing going, y'all. We want y'all to be with us at episode 200. No doubt. Hey, man. So I know it's something that we both talked about. I read earlier, and you sent me the article as well. So, uh, shout out to Cardinal. Wilton Gregory, you probably like, why are you shouting yeah. out the Cardinal? First black American to be named a Cardinal in the Catholic faith. That's yeah. huge. So shout out to him. That's huge, man. Huge. And like I said, yeah. you know, we always always great to see, you know, groundbreaking things and, and, and you know how our world is changing in, in various ways. And we'll talk about some of that later, you know, with the Pope and, and different stuff going on. But um that's that's progress, man. And that's what a lot of, you know, the misconception is right now. People are like, oh, we're trying to push agendas, this, that, and the third. No, man, we're trying to push progress, whether it's for, you know, black and brown people, whether it's the LGBTQIA community or, or whoever, man. You know, we, we want to promote progress. And this is something that's definitely huge, especially. So, so, so definitely shout out for to Cardinal Wilton Gregory. We're going to call him Cardinal. I think he gets sworn in this week, but we're going to call him Cardinal from starting now. All right. Hey, man, so, you know, we, we talked about hit the positive parts, man, and I know, Bowtie, in your previous life that you worked in the human resource thing. Can I give that much information? Is that yes, too sir. Much? All right. So, nah, no, nah, you good. So, so, you know, so this week we had uh, Jeffrey Tubin, and for those who don't know, Jeffrey Tubin, he wrote the 30 for 30, he wrote the U, uh, he wrote the book about OJ that came, that made the uh, that Fox TV show, you know, Juice the man. OJ movie. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, I, I think, and I think the homie Jeff works for CNN. He works for another newspaper. I can't forget. forget yeah, man. I can't so think of the newspaper. Getting, Definitely so CNN. He's getting, so he's getting ready for the Zoom call, man. And uh, Jeff starts, <laughs> starts masturbating. Jeff starts roughing himself up before the call, man. So, you know, in front, in front of his coworkers. So during these times, <laughs> you know. Like, I mean, dog, what do you do, dog? I mean, that's a, I mean, that's wild in itself. You you <laughs> know that you getting on a daggone work call. You got the computer pulled up and everything, and it's like, shit. Let me go ahead and get this out real quick. Like, what? 
Like, how does that even cross your mind? You know what I mean? You you yeah. you getting on the work call, talking probably about to talk about politics and his, you know, working for CNN. It could be politics, race. No, they were talking about warming, the whatever. They, they were talking about the uh, on elect, uh, elect, uh, the election day. They were gonna just talking about how how they were gonna do stuff for election day. So I guess the homie Jeff, I guess that got him riled up, or maybe he seen some kink stuff and he was ready to get it get it get it popping, man. So. Hey, Maybe man, he was on. sending the message. That's that's how he yeah. was gonna prepare for election day. Get up oh, real damn. early, warm warm himself up real good, and then go out and vote. Oh, man, <laughs> nigga, not Jeff hitting you with the mouth bird pump, <laughs> pump, hey. pump, pump, shaft, pump, 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 shaft. Hey, nigga's bro. going ahead and hey, going, he to, going he, to sleep dog with the hammer on his leg, nigga, and with disgust. Somebody he hates himself. He ain't gonna rough himself up no more. And then there he is back again. <laughs> Hey man, I'm just saying it's giving a whole new meaning to pull the lever to vote. Oh man, pump that pull, pull the pump. lever. Nigga. <laughs> hey, I wonder if he had on like his like work clothes, like he had on dress like so he just came in there just with a shirt and tie and no drawers oh, on, man. got to it. <laughs> yeah, he's a nasty I, man. I pull in the dress like down to the thigh. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> and just going to town, man. Hey, yeah, dude. yeah, brother. That's that's a, that's some wild shit, man. That's some wild oh, man. So if you were HR for this company and you seen the homie Jeff getting it in like this, man, what is your first thought? <laughs> Job security. <laughs> this type of dumb, <laughs> this type of dumb shit is keeping me employed. <laughs> that's probably my first thought. And then my second thought is gonna be, look at this nigga here. That's that's <laughs> literally because I I I have to say that to myself quite a few times in, in, in this profession. Like, look, look at this, look at this shit here. Um then probably third, my, my, my typical is like, all right, compose yourself. We're going to have to have a conversation about this. So compose yourself now so that we can get through this conversation. Because we're going to have to have a sit down. You can't, you can't, you can't oh, just. Is this going to be through Zoom or do you want Jeff in the office? <laughs> oh, no, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and have a Zoom. And we're going to set parameters pre-Zoom too. <laughs> That's for damn sure. We're going to set parameters pre-Zoom. Yeah, but yeah, man, we from, from an HR perspective, we definitely going to have, we're going to have to have a sit down, um, have a talking through and, you know, going through policy, ethics, that sort of thing. And, and trying to get, trying to get him back on track. But, but yeah, man, he, that's got, the, he got himself back on track. You know, he said he was off track, but then he, <laughs> when he sit back and got it in, that's when he got on track. I think he might've exhausted himself. I think that's my yeah. way what that is. <laughs> Uh, Jeff said the locomotive is running. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, dog. So, yeah, man. But that's just crazy. But during this time, man, I know what's like the most embarrassing thing you've seen on a Zoom call since we've kind of been in the crib? Uh, the most embarrassing thing that I personally have seen or stuff that I've yeah, seen? But, yeah, no, 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 no. Stuff that you've seen. Personally? Oh, okay. Uh, two things personally. Uh, one, there was an individual. Um, she, she was two knuckles deep um, in her nostrils um, on a Zoom. I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know if she real if she cared if the camera was on or not. That, that's, that's how intense, that's how intentional she was. Like she was, oh, she was working. Um, she was intentional about trying to get one out of her daggone nose. Um, I don't know. She obviously couldn't reach it, but she was, she was working her damn oh, nose. Damn. It looked like, I don't know if y'all seen Total Recall. You know, when Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, pulled the red thing out of his nose. Damn. Man, that's how it looked, bro. She was, she was getting it. Um, and everybody, everybody obviously seen it. There, people were <laughs> obviously there's there's uh, some shared phone numbers and text messages that was going around. And I think someone might have tipped her off, and she kind of looked <laughs> at 
you could tell when somebody knows something's up. She looks directly into her camera, and then, and then the camera went off. So yeah, um, that, that was one. Um, another, uh, I think that an individual forgot you. You, you were talking about if if Tubin came in with just uh, you know a top on or whatever. Um, this happened to a, a individual, a female um, at our workplace. Um, I think that she forgot to turn her camera off. Um, she obviously had to know, but she didn't. She didn't have any pants on, so she stood up to do something, and and you could see the lower half. Um, she had she had underwear. She had underwear on, um, but you could tell she actually she she stood up to do something. And she quickly sat down, and you could see her face turn red, like oh my god. And <laughs> she turned. She her camera went off, and she actually ended up getting off the call. I think that she was uh, that <laughs> embarrassed. Because uh, she she circled back around and, and kind of sent an email to, to us leaders and was like, you know, oh, my God, you know, sorry, embarrassed, that sort of thing. But um, I think it was one of those moments. Obviously, we're all at home, you know, kids, all kinds of stuff going on around you. And I, I, I don't I still don't know what happened, but you could tell like something happened because she looked off real quick and stood up mm -hmm. and then quickly sat down like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, man, those those are parts of showing the mousetrap. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely for for me, uh, and this is something that happened to me. What about for yourself? I was I was, I was, inter I was interviewing people, man, and I fell asleep. <laughs> and somebody Mike said, Jay. "Yeah, can you?" Oh, hear me? Man. Bear, bear with us, folks. Bear with us. We got these technical difficulties, man. It's, it's cloudy and raining here in Indiana. You know, bear with us. Mike Jay's gonna give us his update in a second. We're gonna work through this, y'all. Hey, can you can you hear me now? Mike Jay, back on. There you go, man. Yeah, what the hell's going on? No, I fell asleep during an interview, interviewing candidates. And I had a, a co-worker sent me a message like, wake up. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Because we were interviewing <laughs> people all day. It was like, so I was just like, we had interviewed like, I think eight people. And this guy was horrible. He wasn't going to get the job. And I was knocked out. <laughs> he said he wasn't going to get the job. He was, uh, you had already like, you know, this ain't even worth my time. <laughs> no, nah, I did And I was <laughs> up and then I just, just dozed off, man. So that was, that was pretty embarrassing. But, She's super cool though, because she could have like went to my boss and out of me, but she she kept a, she kept a player. So I, I truly appreciate that, man. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's All up. All right. Man. So man, you know, I, we've talked about the homie Zubin, you know, sitting back, man, roughing himself up. So hey, man, I got I was out somewhere. I was out getting some breakfast yesterday, and I get a text message from the ace. He said Lisa Ray is gonna be on OnlyFans, man. What did Wee! you think when you seen Lisa Ray was gonna be on OnlyFans? Hey, I said Glory B. <laughs> <laughs> Glory be. I need. I. I, I will have to uh, rely on FBI Ace to uh, yeah, supply, no. to supply us with the materials once once they are released. Because yeah. man, that is that is. Well, yeah, you know, Lisa Ray. Every, when you think Lisa Ray, you know, you know she's fine. You know she she yeah. she's fine. And everybody, you you automatically go back to that to them players club moments. Like good night. You know what yeah. I mean? Like my goodness. So. She talking about being an OnlyFans. I hope that I hope that she holds true to OnlyFans glory and don't have some OnlyFans where she out there like you know cooking damn you know make, making macaroni salad or some shit. You know what I mean? Lisa she probably gonna have all white. She ain't gonna give up nothing. But hey, let me read something that I read from from some of the some of the deviants on Reddit. So this comes from UTD Moses. Can you hear me? All right. So she said she is not going to be. You leave Lisa Ray, huh? That's what I said. She Lisa Ray. I need you to. Yeah. I need you to provide the goods. 
Don't be hey, out here on no mess. Hey, you know what this is. Oh yeah. So let me read this something from UTD uh, Reddit, bro. So she his, his uh this is what the post says. She's not gonna be posting explicit stuff. She's gonna be using it like a, a look inside her life and behind the scenes. No freaky shit. She don't get too excited. So don't get too excited. We might gotta pressure her. So, oh no, now we might gotta pressure her. Hey man. <laughs> so then and so then so then looks at so then looks at this other cat, dog. And this is from Keep It a Buck One Hundred. That's you know, that's shaking my head. I want to see some hot anal cream pie action. She better tighten up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with these people, man? Man, these cats is ill. Deviants, man. <laughs> these are some deviants, man. Yeah, man. Wow. But I, 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 I had to laugh reading that. But hey, man. So hey, we talk hey, man. All, I, all I got to say is, look, you know, Lisa Ray, you know what this is. Don't be out here on some mess. And then the, the, the message to FBI Ace. Nigga, do your job. You know what this is. Right. Do your damn job. <laughs> not, the, not, the, not, the, hey, not the colonel. <laughs> hey, man. So, uh, we know we talked about Lisa Ray. We talked about Nasty Jeff, man. Did you see the latest Bill Cosby uh, jail picture? Oh, man. You talk about somebody looking like a deviant. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby <laughs> in that picture, he straight looked like he had that quagmire voice. He's just like giggity. <laughs> Like yeah. he has no he has no remorse, man. He was looking None. off to the side, had the little smirk. <laughs> like, yeah, these bitches don't even know. Yeah, he, <laughs> if, yeah, or he, he, he got you know how the old schools used to say, like, if you only knew the half, young buck. Yeah. <laughs> That's the look yeah, he had on his face, man. Yeah, he's he's definitely a nasty, nasty type of dude, man. So uh hey man, you know, Bill Cosby. You, you think Cosby? But, oh, man, brother, no, Cosby looks like you know, you ever go to the store. And they had that meat section where it's like it's still totally edible, but it got like the brown beef color look brown and everything else like that. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of, man. He looked like that brown, like ground beef is huh? technically edible, but you shouldn't eat it. That's what the he damn was double markdown meat. Yeah, man. <laughs> it had been marked down twice. <laughs> yeah, last the last call special. That seems like know. the meat that my man was feeding him on Lion on uh what's the, what's the movie with uh not Lion King what's the thing with uh the Tiger King. He looked like oh, he looked shit, like that. The Tiger King. Damn. Yeah, he looks like he looks like that, man. Because number one, man, the boy Dragonfly Jones called him. He would say he looked like a McRib. And I already said he got that <laughs> damn uh, he already got that damn Russian roulette eye. <laughs> that one is gray. <laughs> it looked like it's gonna close down. Like on X Men when the sun the cyclops and them die and them will just close down. Like he it looked damn. like the eye of Thundera. That's how that gray eye looks. <laughs> hey man, boy out here looking. Yeah, out here looking crazy, man. One day I'm gonna get my hot take on on Thundercats. I really was like an orgy, man, and damn Jagger was a damn child molester, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, man, that's that's a wild take, man. Hey, hey man, let me ask you this though, real quick, while you're still on Bill Cosby, man. Like, do you think you think you know, brother Bill is still all the way with it, or you think he's just kind of you know just just there? I think he's still I coherent. Think that, like, I think the there is there's some coherence. I think he is in such a fantasy land that I, I, I mean, you know, I think some of those alleged things happened. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's just like you get accused by fifty some people doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think no, he's I'm such not, in a I'm fantasy not talking land. About... No, 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 I'm saying I think he's like no, my point. Is, I think he's such in a fantasy land that he don't think he's done anything wrong. So he's kind of like, you know. Now that he might have a touch of dementia or something like that, but I think he's he's sane enough to make it work for his advantage, and he kind of can play it off like he was playing like he was blind and all that type of stuff. And then he was walking. Remember, he's walking the court, and he like looked back at something real quick. 
Yeah. I think he, he kind of plays it to to his advantage. What do you think? I don't know, man. I was just thinking, like, I, not not about any of the things that he's, you know, been accused or alleged or convicted of doing, none of that type of stuff. I'm just talking about, like, here, the here and now. Like, I wonder if that cat – sometimes I wonder if, if he really is, like, all the way there. You know what I mean? With the dementia and the, the health issues and all that type of stuff. There are brief moments, and I'm not going to say it's all the time, but there are brief moments where I think, like, I just wonder, like, man, what's up with Kaz? But at the same time, the face that he had in that damn picture, this nigga <laughs> did it. Like he, yeah, he, yeah. like, he know, he know what's up. But there are just moments where I'm like, man, I wonder if this cat's really with it. But and he's yeah, probably man, chicken is in jail. Oh, yeah. You and know, he, think about who ain't going to want to talk to Bill Cosby, dog? You exactly. know, Bill Cosby, before he went to jail, he was giving speeches talking bad about black people. Now, there's always money in that. Think about why he, he was probably giving it up. Super crazy in jail. He probably giving some black Trump shit. You know, talking about how they can get their lives together by this race, you know, you know, sit back pulling up their pants and not giving kids Afrocentric names. So, yeah, he's <laughs> kicking it. So, yeah, I ain't really tripping on, on Bill, man. But, hey, hey man, man how you, so... How you, think the, how you think the R is doing, man? I know this, this oh, is kind of off agenda, man. man. I think the R is doing it, man. I think he got, after he got mopped up, man, he probably sitting in his, sitting in his, uh, in his cell, man. I will say writing, but I don't think he's that... I don't think he can write. Think he could sing yeah. songs to have somebody write for him. So he's probably in there. He's probably in and wrote his third opera, Trapped in a Cell, Part Twenty Eight, and and TP Four. <laughs> I'm sure he probably got all type of music loaded up. He probably you know like Lucius was on Empire. He cut that track. Do-do-do-do. Oh shit! Is R tell boys he rising like a phoenix when he get out? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't getting out. He probably gonna have a little choir though. They probably gonna sing "I Believe I Can Fly" during their little Father's Day celebration. Yeah, man, you what was that? Me? What was that song where my man said, "I am a Nico, oh, 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 I am a mountain." Oh man, <laughs> this is just oh. I am. Yeah, look what the descendants stand on the highest of the high. Yeah, man, I can't remember what that one was called. I'm the world's greatest. Okay, the world's greatest. Yeah, world's greatest. I think it was off the it was off the Ali soundtrack. God damn, world's greatest, nigga. And that's probably some nasty euphemism for like. That's probably some nasty euphemism for like having sex with a young girl, man. Oh, I just ah. (laughs) man, all the music was man. I mean, after after I found it out that uh, that song he wrote for Michael Jackson was about some girl he got pregnant having an abortion, dog. Oh man, (laughs) this is sick. So that's probably all some type of weird sexual song, something for some young girls, man. He's Yuck. a sick nigga, man. Yeah. But hey, man, speaking of Mark sick Jones. niggas, man, let's get to that damn Trump news, man. And I apologize for the internet tripping today. Hey, man, did you watch the debate? I, I caught the, the, the last 25, 20, 25 minutes of it. Hey, I saw it, bro. I ain't watch <laughs> all of it. I, I, I was gonna say, did, did you catch it? I, I know you've been your bag on some of these. Yeah, I didn't watch all of it because he pisses me off because he lies so much. But hey, man, he was up in there when he said he was the least racist person in the room, and then he compares himself to Abraham Lincoln and then hey, nigga, that, Abraham that Lincoln. Yeah, <laughs> <He got> hot. <laughs> hey man, when Biden Biden came back with the Abe Lincoln little jab, hey man, you could you could Trump's hair move. He yeah. turned red. You can see his thumb start tapping the damn podium. I'm like, oh, the nigga Abraham Lincoln must be your guy. Yeah, he, <laughs> he said, I've done, I've done more for black people 
than anybody outside of Abraham Lincoln. Like, oh, so basically yeah. what you're saying is you want to be labeled as a person who quote unquote free black people? That, that's yeah, the, that's, know, you've, right? done, you've done everything about that. Fuck Abraham Lincoln and fuck you too. You're right, bastard. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, I've done the most for black people than anybody else. Really? I've parted, so, I've parted so many people to give them their freedom. Like, get the hell out of here. You can tell Abraham that's, Lincoln was that's a doing real something nigga. He, got, he got shot by with a musket. Ain't no real nigga getting killed by no musket, nigga. Shoot me with Man. that. You know, shoot me with something like a nine or something like that. Nigga, you get shot with a musket. <laughs> it don't take like a minute and a half to load that motherfucker back up. You load that motherfucker up like you putting some s'mores on a stick. Nah, man. You ain't no real nigga, Abraham <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. Real niggas know what's up, man. But yeah, man. So yeah, the base crazy. Yeah, yeah, piss on, piss, piss on Trump beat though. And I'll tell you, I gotta we gotta vote. You know what I'm saying? I know it's voter suppression that people like I was talking to my lady yesterday, and one of her friends had to wait in line seven and a half hours to vote. So this is why oh, seven and a half hours, bro. So you yeah, know they, they all they friend, all a friend of mine, she, friend of mine posted she she uh won has spent two hours and 13 minutes today early voting and the other spent about two and a half, two hours and 40 minutes yesterday early voting. Yeah. I'm like, man, is that what Indiana's doing out here these days? They was taking well, that's nation, That's nationwide, bro. You should see yeah, I mean, I've, and stuff, but it's voter suppression. See, they want yeah. that. Because think about it. Like, think about it. Like, if you work an hourly job, bro, and I'm not knocking, just think about it. Are you really going to spend your whole day not getting paid to vote? No. No, exactly. That's uh, and I'm just because you know you got or, bills to pay. You know you got, you got shit, that, shit. Or you have, or you have health issues, or or anything yeah. else, or it's cold. Who wants to stand outside like that? Or if you got your kid yeah. with you, there's so many factors. So you know, I always you hear brothers now. It don't matter. Or you get the ice cube ass niggas. You know, no, we have to vote, even for things yeah. like school board. We had a discussion within our group the other day saying somebody should yeah. run. That's why you have to vote. It's not just presidential. You got to vote yep. every time because all Preach. these little things count. Preach. Absolutely. Oh. I say, I can't remember where it was. I saw it on Twitter. Um, I think it might have been, she might have posted it, a follower um, at DAF. Um, she was talking about, I think it was Houston, where there was a line so long that the, the news people showed up and they was with one person for 10 and a half hours. Like they, they, yeah. they, the news crew stayed with this one person. They was in line for 10 and a half hours. I think the person showed up at like 8.30 or something like that. And they, well, they told them as long as you're in line, even if it quote unquote closes, you still have to vote. You still get a chance to vote if you're in line by the closing time. And they, they was with that person for 10 and a half hours. I'm like, man, God damn. Like what happens when you got to use a bathroom? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Somebody holding your spot in line, like, like that's that's just crazy. But it goes back to everything you just said, bro. That's voter suppression, and we have to vote not just in presidential elections. We have to vote in every every time, every every election, everything that we feel like. And this is something that I've been preaching. I preached to one of my to one of my young cats and a couple other people. They are still they're on a lot of the things that you were talking about earlier, as far as it don't matter and all that type of stuff, but. I'm like, man, you you have to exercise your right to vote, number one, but two, vote for what you, y'all heard me say this, vote for individuals, vote for things that you feel like is going to be impactful to you as an American. Fuck, fuck all this, oh, you know, my, my daddy voted Democratic, so I'm voting Democratic, or I'm black and I'm gonna vote this, that, and the third. Vote, I'm not telling you who to vote for, except for the fact to vote for who you think is gonna do the best 
thing for you and for other Americans. That's who you need to really be trying to vote for. Forget all Don't the nice too. Don't listen to, like, I mean, it's just one of them things, like, I hate to see people just like, ah, well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm voting for Trump because I'm white, or I'm do, doing this because I'm black, or I'm going to do this because everybody in my family is, is Democratic, and blah, 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 blah. Like, it, it's, it's got to be more than that. You got to have a brain in your own. You know what I mean? Not, not, not all of us are going to agree on the same exact thing, and you don't want to be voting for someone just because your best friend or, or you know, your daddy voted for somebody, but you really don't agree with the things that they're saying, fuck that. Vote. If you don't agree with someone, vote in a different fashion. That's all I'm saying, bro. And I'm, I'm, that, that type of stuff kind of like just really gets to me when people don't do those things. They're just voting for, voting for Trump just because it's like, oh, well, he don't like black people and I don't like black people. Oh, I'm just going to vote for Trump for this, for their reason. Now, again, I don't like Donald Trump, fuck him. But if you do, that's your thing. But like the man because he's actually doing something, not for all the dumb shit. That's all I'm yeah, saying. I, I think we could get into a larger thing of a lot of times certain people who, who vote without their, uh, who vote for stuff that's not financial beneficial for them. There's that also, too. You know, to my thing is like you're voting to keep up something, especially for white people. You're voting to keep that too. oppression and Herkenstock, you know, things, which is Herkenstock, the fact that when whites and they came over to this country, they were Irish and everything else. They united into something as whiteness to take away their like being Italian and everything as whiteness is to make themselves over black people. So that's just a thought, yeah. you know. It's like I, I'm a deep reader and thinker, so I like to think below below the surface. So that's something else when you think of like keeping white supremacy up. It's still one of the things that you know important for white people, and especially yeah. Republican. But that's just my take. That's my day's take. But hey, man. So speaking of white supremacists and, and nasty people. Don't got the homie Rudy Giuliani, man. <laughs> seen a little clip on Borat. <laughs> hey, you see Rudy, man? You see Rudy, man, how he was getting to get it in with that young chick, man? He said, that nigga touched his, he touched his knee. That nigga got ready. That nigga slid down in the seat. <laughs> hey, man. Why do you why do you lean back like that on that yeah. thing? <laughs> yeah. It looked like, look, 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 I'm ready to sit back and get this shit off. <laughs> man, oh, hey, you you know how kids sit in the in the daggone high chair and swing their legs? Man, that's how he looked when he leaned back on that damn bed. He just was like, ah, leg, leg swinging, ready, ready to pull down at the pins and let and let the boy out. Oh yeah. He got duty streaks too. He looks nasty. You yeah. something about him looks a little nasty, man. Like my like yo, like dude hop in the shower and not wash his ass. Yeah, he got real, he got real, he got real ready for old girl, man. You see how he was, you could tell Rudy been in the sting before, but he was real cautious. Then she saw Tessa nigga leaning on that bed like, oh shit. He got super nasty, man. Hey nigga, yeah. I got a feel. I got a feeling that your boy Bob Kraft was like in a, in, a, in a tucked away in a little corner watching. Like, yeah, yeah this is how, this how we roll. <laughs> this is how we roll. <laughs> I just want to know, Bob. They said Bob was in there like less than like eight minutes. So I'm like, damn, Bob. You know, you went in there. She got your issue off. But you ain't even like give yourself like a little a little like hoe bag. You ain't even wipe yourself. You went and got on the plane and congratulated Brady after the AFC championship with with man battling your leg. Hey, you man, sick hey, dude look. too. Bob crashed it. Bob said, I got a game to go to. Trousers up, wheels up. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I hey, can I get on the plane, Bob? No, 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 no. I got to congratulate Tommy for another great performance. 
Oh, hey, man, he's a sick, he's a sick ass dude, man. Hey, one See, last Bob Crash, Bob Crash scampering now. He probably didn't pull his trousers up. Nigga, just just took the pants off, trotted out in his drawers. Let's go. Yeah, no, Bob <laughs> feel good. You know, he feel like he's cute now. You know, he got the little Air Force ones, and he got his hair slicking his hair back now. That's just a sign of a white man really getting loose. He starts slicking his hair back. It reminds me when I worked at a place, and I seen the dude use the damn toilet, and he did some damage. My man just put some water in his hair, and then put the water in his hands, and walked out. So. <laughs> Yeah. All right. That's, that's so, a uh, new bag, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a sick bag. Hey, man. One last thing, man. We talk about COVID, man. Five people are out of Pence's uh staff, man. Tested positive for COVID, bro. So, yeah, hey, man. You know who? Them. You know who did not test positive for COVID though? Out of Pence's staff. Who's that? The damn fly. Oh, hey, the fly. Said, hey, hey. He, he said he's free and clear, man. He good. Yeah, I know, right? He said that he, he set up shop on top of that down here. You can tell Prince is like some type of cyborg because anybody else would been like, you know, you kind of feel like something on the head, but he kept it going. Yeah, hey, crazy, man, man. But your, your, your boy Pincy was back here in Indiana this week and put cast in his vote or whatnot, and they were showing pictures of him downtown the city county building and all that type of stuff. Did you see the person with like the, you know, how they have those like giant heads at like basketball games and college football or college basketball and all that type of stuff? Yeah. Somebody had like a giant ass fly. It was like a damn float. It was three people holding that damn thing up. It was so big, but it was a fly. They <laughs> talking about welcome home, daddy. I was rolling. My <laughs> bad, man. I just bought, yeah, bought man. something. From, I just bought something from Amazon and got a damn hole in. I just bought it Friday. We'll be sending these back anyway. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, that's 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 super crazy. But uh, hey, man, let's let's get to the Mayo, man. And one thing I saw, which was disturbing, they had a cop in Miami. This dude was in full uniform, so I assume he was on the clock. I don't think you can wear your uniform if you're not on the clock. That dude wore a Trump mask and full uniform with his, you know, service pistol at a at a polling place, man. Is that not like <laughs> voter intimidation or not? Yeah. <laughs> think wow. about it. I missed that. Yeah, yeah I saw that, man. Full, full uniform gun. Full uniform. Yeah, it's a service weapon, you know. And wow. I, and I, had, and I had that, yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. yeah that, that, is, that is that is that mayo chuck right there. My God, yeah. that's the spicy mayo. What the yeah. hell? And speaking of a mayo, I got a yeah. personal story. I was going to say, I got a mayo for you, too. Well, go ahead first. Go ahead first, brother. No, I was gonna, I was gonna say another mayo, and it's even more male because they refused to identify this woman. They didn't put her name and shit out there. But there was a white woman in San Diego, excuse me, that yelled "fuck Black Lives Matter" to a black barista in a Starbucks just because the barista asked her to put on her mask or pull up her mask. So the woman, did you see that story? I think I saw it the, a couple days ago. Like the woman walked in, she she had a mask on quote unquote own, but it was it was the typical Karen on uh, down under your chin so it ain't covering your mouth and none of that type of stuff. So the woman, so the barista, her policy, like, hey, can you pull your mask up? This woman goes on a tirade talking about coronavirus is a hoax and there's not a law to wear a mask and all this other type of stuff. And the woman, the, the barista, it was actually pretty cool because the barista kept her cool, but her coworkers were like supporting her, trying to help keep her cool. Like Hey, ma'am, you know, we you need to wear masks, it's our policy, or whatever, whatever. And she just fuck Black Lives Matter. Now I would have been like, bitch, what the hell does Black Lives Matter have to do with damn coronavirus? What does it have to do with anything regarding of you know your your physical uh well-being? 
or illness. You know what I'm saying? What, what does Black Lives Matter have to do with that? So you already know that you got them hating your body. So then it, it actually comes out. And she's like, you're singling, you're targeting me out because I'm a Trump supporter. How would, how would you know you're a Trump supporter? How does anybody know that you're a Trump supporter? How would anybody know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she just went on like this whole long like tirade, this, that. The, the, the bitch is built like a damn Xbox game. You know, oh, little, the, the containers that the games come in, them little squared yeah. off. Her, like, her whole body <laughs> looked like that. Her ass was concave. Hey, like Miss like, like Delucio from Art. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, this nigga that took hey. it back. <laughs> he took it back to our childhood. But yeah, man, like, hey. like anything. Like she, like this woman is going off. And then at the end of her little tirade, you know, after they were, you know, got her her stuff and asked her to leave or whatever, she gonna ask for three sugars and a skinny straw and then storms out. So you done all this and be like, where's my sugars and skinny straw? Bitch, you better hope it ain't nothing inside your damn cup. That's what I would have said. Yeah, but yeah, man, that's, that's, that is mayo right there. That is mayo yeah. in its purest form. Yeah, man, I can't even top. Not, I can't even top that mayo, man. I was just, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll say that mayo for later, man. But hey, man, one thing I'm gonna <laughs> talk about on, on the Twizzler, man. There's a couple things. First, I was reading this thing, and it's like in like Massachusetts, like Wilmington, Massachusetts. Somebody hung a Trump 2020 sign on a live electrical wire. <laughs> yeah, you willing to kill yourself? So they don't give a shit about you? Oh, man. Not <laughs> a damn live oh, electrical wire. No. <laughs> hey, nigga, that's, that's a new commitment right there. <laughs> I think of like, oh, people can't get this sick. They can't get this stupid. And it's like, it's just like people take it to the next level. Like, no, 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 no. Let me take this. There's no way. I'm not touching the electrical wire for nothing. Yo, if it's an alert, hey, I'm going the other way. But can you imagine, like, yo, we're going to get this shit out. We're going to put this up for the nigga dying. You know what I'm saying? We want to yeah. be in 2020. Let <laughs> me this up. Hey, nigga, Bro. dying's on fire, literally. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so I'm going to go ahead and get them that charred twizzle that's been on the grill, man. They, they dumb asses can sit, spit it and sit up their dumb asses, man. Because that's some of the dumbest things I've read this week. Yeah, man. I got a Twizzler for you too, brother. And I, I just saw this as, as right before we started recording, man. So uh, apparently uh, the, the brother Offset from the Migos uh, was detained and held um, just, just the other day, excuse me, for uh, possessing a loaded firearm, a loaded firearm in the car. Now it turned out to be Cardi B's cousin's firearm and he's the individual that got arrested. Um, but the 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 Twizzler part comes in around the circumstances of this detainment slash arrest. So Offset and, this, and the other brother um, was arrested and, and detained close to a Trump 2020 rally. Um, so they were pulled over. Just you know, I'm going to say probably for DWB near a Trump 2020 rally. Um, police officers probably cloud chasing because I believe he was in a in a very nice car. Um, but then two, upon detainments and arrest, the video footage, because they were on the IG live while all this was happening, none of the police officers, you could see their badge numbers. All of them had their badge numbers covered up with like this blue tape looking stuff. And it was like, like double and triple layers. So like, you know how sometimes you put tape on things that are like raised and you can still make out the, the identification or make out the, the, the form of it? No, they had it like double and triple tape every single one of the officers. So for me, I'm like, okay, 
y'all obviously were targeting anybody that looked like they wouldn't be black or wouldn't be a Trump supporter. I mean, number two, you were intentionally on some bullshit because all of y'all strategically and intentionally had your badge numbers covered. So for me, I'm like, okay, they should be held accountable for some something. Like, I mean, how would I even know? You could pose the argument. How would I know that you're even a fucking cop? You covered up your badge number. Y'all out here, you know, looking like a damn gang, basically. Y'all could have been some of these damn white folks that are posing as police officers, kidnapping and killing people all over the country. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things like that's, that. That in itself gets those motherfuckers a Twizzler. So all of y'all in Hollywood Hills that on that bullshit or wherever they were, you know, as far as the, I don't know the exact um, police department or police, you know, precinct or whatever, but y'all all fit in the same boat. All you dirty ass cops that was just literally out here targeting them, y'all can get that twister. Since y'all want a clout chase, y'all can get that Hollywood, that that all diamond made up, made from. Yeah, so you definitely come out giving that to the uh, to Twizzler. So pop, pop along right along, bro. Yeah. Hey, man. So speaking of that, why did I get followed by the cops the other day on Thursday night? Oh, wow. So DWB, I was on, I was, DWB yeah, here in Indy, huh? Yeah. So I was on Spring Mill, right? I'm going like, I'm, I'm going my way. The cop is going the opposite way. Cop, I look over. You know, I'm driving. Look at my peripheral. Dude turns around. He does like a U-turn and starts following me like four blocks. I guess he's like checking my plates and I'm clean. He like turns in this neighborhood real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes, man. That's, uh, that's shit, like, bro, that's shit like, we gotta like, deal with, man. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Stuff that we got to business. deal with. Hey, man. So let's get to well, one thing I wanted to talk about, man. Is we both want to talk about was like stuff going on in Nigeria, man. I mean, it's uh, it's it's sad. Like I've you know I've been seeing the thing about stars and. Well, you know, you know, for a while, even before it really started hitting, you know, hitting like Twitter and those type of things, man. But mm-hmm. watching that stuff, man, it's like it's heartbreaking. So you know, for those who don't know what stars <laughs> is, it's like the special anti-robbery squad in Nigeria. So like, if you have a nice car or a nice phone or a laptop or anything else, the Nigerian police are pulling, you know, pulling you over and basically making you pay bail to them. Mm-hmm. And then sort of other things has been going on, man. So. Just thoughts about stuff going on in Nigeria, because you know that's that's our that's our people. You know what I'm saying? Not even Absolutely. like because our, our homeboy is Nigerian, but you know we black. You know, but to me, we, yeah, we we a family. We black. Yeah, I, and, and, and even outside of that, it goes back to some of the things that I was saying earlier in this episode. Like we we need to stand in solidarity. We need to stand for progress and the betterment of people. And that doesn't necessarily mean in the United States. That's people all over the world. People that are being oppressed, people that are being killed for no reason, all of that. We got to stand up with and for each other. Um, and I think it's crazy, bro. Um, I, I, I saw two I saw two video, or I saw many videos, but two videos stick out to me. One was where individuals were literally chasing somebody down, chasing a couple people down the street with like an assault rifle. And he's just opening fire on people. I mean, now, I don't know if the individuals died or anything like that, but you visibly see two people go down and both of them end up crawl, like kind of crawling away. But the gentleman who was doing the shooting, like turns around and walks over to another dude and like daps him up. Yeah, like, He literally daps him, he like literally daps him up and they just walk on off. 
I'm like, man, that is that is absolutely crazy that this is going on like that. That would be like you being on Spring Mill and people just running down the street shooting people and just being like, yeah, we good after you shot them. Like, that's insane to me, um, unfathomable, unfathomable to me um, as an individual living in a, in a land. Now, we got a lot of crazy BS crap that goes on here. Um, but for something like that, for you just having a watch or a nice watch or you know, not living in destitution and poverty. And people are like, ah, well, you must have money. So you got to pay me or I'll be shooting you or doing all this type of stuff. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. So we definitely need to continue to bring awareness about the things going on in Nigeria um, and, and figure out how we, you know, can help. And again, you help or support. And I posted a couple of things, uh, something a couple of days ago, I mean, and it's like, you know, help can come in different ways. It can, it can come from retweets, posting stuff, donating money, donating goods and services, donating your time, you know, prayer. It can happen in front of the camera, behind the camera, whatever. Um, but just, um, just, I would say, do whatever you can to try to help bring awareness to this situation and try to stop the atrocity that's going on over there. I found an article that goes that has and I'm gonna post an episode description that has that you can people can donate to three organizations that have been vetted to help people in Nigeria. So I'm gonna post that in our episode description, man. Cause you know, you know, prayer is great, but we all people also need resources. Yeah, and resources and action, bro. Prayer, resources and action, and you hopefully make some changes. So I will put that in our episode description. So look out for that for those who want to help out. The three or you know check the link and then check which one you know that you feel like you want if you want to donate your money too to try to help our brothers and sisters in Nigeria. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I will say, think of it like this: you, a lot of folks post on their social medias, you know, they, they, you, you're stunting and you know your jewelry, your clothes, your nails, your trips, and whatever else that you posting out there and all that type of stuff. And you know that's all well and good. That's your business. Do what you do. But when you start, when you do something like that, please remember that, that there are folks like the individuals in Nigeria, like trans individuals here in the United States, like, you know, immigrants here in the United States trying to make it that are working jobs that many of us won't do or whatever. Just remember there's people that need some sort of help. There are people that are hurting. So as, you, as you're living your great life, again, live your great life but try to have some humanity and, and post those things and try to help and support those that are, that are in need and struggling and dying, literally. Yeah, no doubt. So the episode, when we post the episode, the link will be in the description. So if you want to, please, please do. Man, we're going to transition to sports as we, you know, go through this, man. Look, I saw the thing with Pat Riley said. He said the Lakers will have an asterisk on their championship because Bam and Dragic were hurt in the finals. What do you think about that? That's, uh, for me, it's baloney. That's what I. Oh, <laughs> that's what I call. I call. I call it baloney. Um, but yeah, man, I don't. I don't. I don't buy into that. People want to try to give them an asterisk because it was a short season or, or brief a break in the season and started back up or the Rona or now Bam and Dragic are hurt or you know all you know all the other things. Respect them. They were the better team. They 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 played well. They won a chip. Leave it at that, man. I think that. My opinion, Bam and Dragic are two great players, two good players. I think Bam is going to continue to be an all-star this year. I think the boy, he's a bad boy, but that's just a part of the game. Whether you get hurt in the playoffs or you get hurt in the in the regular season or whenever, that's just a part of the game. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be prepared for that. 
Lord forbid, you know, AD went down. I know AD tweaked his ankle a couple times and, you know, he was out for, you know, some minutes in certain games or whatever, but he came back. But, I mean, injuries can happen anywhere. That's just a part of it. And when you lose, you can't just be like, oh, I was hurt, so we didn't win. No, that's something that you got to prepare for. That's something that you would prepare for in a team sport that, hey, this guy goes down, we still got to go out and execute. I may not be able to execute quite like Bam because I don't have that skill set, but damn it. I mean, you can't use that as a, as a crush. So for me, Pat Riley is great. You know what I mean? I take him against Pat Riley. I just think that he's in his feelings a little bit. And then also, you could say it was about the Heat because they got the thing. They beat the Pacers. The Pacers didn't have Sabonis and Lamb. They played yeah. the Bucks. They didn't have Giannis was hurt a couple of games. They played yeah. Boston. Hayward was out of coach. So it's not like you, didn't, you weren't benefiting now for that either. So I'm exactly. not saying the Pacers would have beat the Heat. But, you know, it's kind of hard when your best player is not playing the whole time. But, Agreed. you know, I just think – I think Pat's being a sucker, man. You know, he's still he's still in the feelings that LeBron left Miami. And speaking of LeBron, how come he posted some of his stories the other day? He's like, I can't sleep as usual. He was like, re, you know, re-watching the Golden State Cleveland Finals. Hey, how come this dude posted, like, all these – all this, like, video of Cleveland, but he didn't show the, the shot that Kyrie hit it to win it? He, he posted, like, <laughs> Kevin Love playing defense and LeBron <laughs> – LeBron uh, like scoring a layup and then LeBron getting the block and he was like I like <laughs> like damn dog that petty shit will never end. <laughs> hey, ready? Like, he's catching no We ain't letting no nigga believe in flat earth and diss me. I diss that nigga to the day that I die. <laughs> <laughs> flat Earth. Hey, I'm Kyrie. I forgot about flat. I forgot about Kyrie and the flat Earth. <laughs> wow, the funniest thing I ever read about Kyrie is Dragonfly Jones said the Kyrie's the type of nigga to tell white girls he's a blood and puts on a red rag when he's on a yacht full of white women. Nigga, I cackle. Oh, <laughs> there's always that one dude to sit back and act like he's super hard around white girls. Yeah, Hell no. I thought that was funny. And I'm sure if I Man, was Bronny, I'd have been like, damn, daddy, yeah, he didn't do nothing, daddy. I was Bronny. I'd be trying to get on Bronny this side the whole time. <laughs> hey, oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Man, I got a question for you, though, since it's real quick on the NBA tip. Um, did you see kind of like the, the the news or projection of kind of when this next season they're trying to get it to start? 22nd. What's your take on December 22nd? Yeah, December 22nd. Um, Kind of have it to start then, and you know all, all that type of stuff. Obviously, you saw. I mean, what's your take on that? You think that's think well, it's too soon, too close? Well, or you think you want to try well, to? Well, first of all, December twenty second is the greatest day, one of the greatest days of my life. That's my lady was born. That's her birthday, right? So that's shout that's out for me. But uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's something about the time. Uh, I think teams that who weren't in the bubble should be super fresh, like your Bulls. Nigga, them niggas should be fresh. They should have the freshest of legs. That nigga season, they season ended in January. <laughs> Dude, them, niggas should be, them niggas should be ready to play, you know, three, you know, four games in a row. I don't want to oh, I don't want to them niggas even get fatigued. You know, I, I think it's enough time. I mean, when does you think, I mean, now the Lakers and the Heat might be a little exhausted, but the rest of the teams, typically you get like, they usually get like a two-month break. So when the Lakers win in like early October, yeah, early October. Yeah, so you get all November. So you get probably about eight weeks off. This was, you know, this is one of those things of you might take a little bit of time to get your body together, but you got to get ready for the next season. But, you know, they got to get back to some type of normalcy, you know, to try to get the schedule back, you know, on point. So in 2022, you can get 82 games again. Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, like, you know, they, they could get back to it. If they've done it like this, when the 2022 season comes around, it should be hopefully be able to start, you know, on time, quote unquote, normal time, and be able to get like that whole actual season 
Uh, well, I think it'll be interesting to see how they modify it if it does start on December 22nd. I haven't heard. I just saw a couple outlets report on it. I haven't seen it where it's like been something that's been made final or not. Yeah, man. So let's get to the NFL, man. And, you know, I'm a Giants fan. And I they, they, we know we've been the butt of jokes all year. We suck. Oh, shit. So here comes so. So I'm like, you know. I'm, I'm I'm saying like oh damn Daniel Jones Daniel Jones is athletic don't let don't let his you know lack of melanin confuse you. he's a pretty athletic guy so my man is like running by himself and somebody he's he running like how Ricky he falls how Ricky got shot on boys in the hood but yeah, what man. no what no nobody around he he had like a thirty yard head start I, I mean, always say brother. I, I was gonna say the same thing man it was it wasn't nobody it wasn't nobody within a. <laughs> about 20 yards of this dude man i think the funniest meme that i saw was some somebody him running somebody done like a video me type thing it was him running and all of a sudden you saw jason Bourne like in the damn parking garage and you saw you saw him start to stumble and then all you hear jason Bourne go Pah! you hear the gunshot from the sniper rifle and jones hits the ground Man, that was the funniest one i didn't seen bro yeah, i said he got he got hawked down by the grass yeah bro I, you, I mean, that was a surefire touchdown. Like, it was like, man, that's a hell of a damn move. I mean, a hell of a play call for him to notice it, you know what I mean, and then take off. But then, too, the athleticism, like you said, I mean, he's a pretty athletic dude, and he was hauling, and wasn't nobody near him. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's 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 decent right there. The next thing you know, <laughs> bloop. I said, yeah, don't, the only <laughs> thing that didn't that didn't make it worse was him fumbling. That would have made it in true yeah. giant fashion is him, like, fumbling the ball. That's yeah. of Daniel Jones and Saquon. They got caught out in Manhattan. Parting without mask. I was like, ugh. Oh shit. <laughs> like, well, oh my goodness. Like the Giants yeah, like either yeah. they either they win a Super Bowl or they suck. There's no like twelve and four we lost in the NFC championship or we lost in the in the you know in the first round. No, they either a Super Bowl or they suck. Yeah. It's 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 it's, it's crazy. But yeah, yeah man, man, but uh but also your boy, Mr. Big Chest, going to Tampa Bay, man. He's going to be on his good behavior with Brady. He probably going to dye his mustache blonde again, knowing him. Yeah. <laughs> like, we here, we here now, baby. <laughs> yeah, you looking like you look, you looking like Simon Phoenix, dog. I, I don't trust him. Oh, oh, you, think, you think he's going to be able to finish the season? I think I think that he's going to be able to finish. I don't think that he will go. Um, what was your What was your boy, uh, Josh Gordon? Like I don't I don't think that I think that there's been enough heat on AB where he's going to be like, all right, I'm going to try to just chill. I'm going to try to get this money, get myself back going again because my man lives a lavish ass lifestyle as it is. So I think that he he should be smart enough. I think that he is smart enough and about his money enough where he could be like, I'm going to try to get this. My thing was for Tampa Bay is like. Okay, are you taking a flyer on him? Like, is the is the Mike Evans injury, you know, more than what we thought? I know Mike Evans has been playing through an injury, but like, I mean, you got Evans and Godwin, who you can argue both of them top fifteen, top ten, top fifteen receivers in the in the league. They them dudes are just talented. And then you add A B to that group, it's kind of like okay, like is Godwin going to play in the you OJ, Don't they still have OJ Howard and Gronk? Yeah, O.J. Howard and Gronk. O.J. Howard's been hurt, though. But Gronk, yeah. Gronk had his breakout game last week. He had 74 yards and a touchdown last week. He led them in targets. I mean, you still got LaShawn McCoy. You got Jones and running back. I mean, I know they 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 loading up, you know, with talent. And, and you know, they like the Chiefs. The Chiefs with them, Le'Veon. He's supposed to make his debut today. So, I just – I don't know, man. I just – I just the A.B. signing, I'm happy for the black man, obviously. You know, get his money, try to get his shit back on straight. But – it just seems like a, it didn't fit very well 
in my opinion, with Tampa Bay. Because I'm like, you got two guys that are that are that are beasts at the receiver position. So now you shake this up. Are you just looking for a versatility? You know, maybe AB's in a slot sometime. Maybe God was in a slot because Evans ain't gonna play in a slot. Evans mm-hmm. always gonna be out. No, and so God too. Time. I mean, those those guys. I mean, they're lumbering receivers. They're fast. Yeah, but it take them. It take them a few steps to get started. You want somebody studding in the slot? Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't, I don't know, man. It just it just didn't seem odd. I mean, it's, it's not didn't seem like it seemed odd to me signing him, but. You know, maybe there's some football guys and no more than what we know. Maybe it was one of those flyers where, where Brady was like, hey, he's my guy. Let's get him on here and try to get him going again. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe Brady tried to, you know, extend the, extend the hand a little bit, kiss the ring, get you back in the league, and we good. I don't know, man, but it just seemed like a, a, a weird fit for me, for him. And well, he also, he I would have And not to cut you off, bro, he's still being investigated yeah. for like an assault against a woman. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what happens if – what happens if that case proceeds? That's why I don't think he's gonna make it to the season. I just don't. Yeah, like, that's I just, a good point. like I just like he's known to just do stupid stuff. And this isn't like, yeah. you know, and it's you know, I was talking to my pops yesterday. It's like it's like it's amazing that Antonio Brown gets chance after chance after chance, but he's not seen as a distraction on the field. But Cat, Cat he exactly. just spoke out about white oppression, about you know, cops oppressing black people. And hell, he he can't get a damn he can't get a real tryout. Exactly. So, and a quarterback needy lead, but that's neither here nor there. But, but man, so let me ask you this: you know, with all the injuries and COVID and everything, who do you think's the best team in the NFL? Shit, uh, I don't know, man. Um, I mean, I probably want to have to stay with the Chiefs. I mean, just because they're they're not as hurt and banged up as anybody else. They are the defending champions. They they play some good ass ball. But I wouldn't sleep on the Seahawks, man. That damn Russell Wilson's playing out of his mind. And yeah. DK Metcalf is turning into the receiver that everybody figured he would be. And that ain't that ain't even no lock knock against Tyler Lockett. But Metcalf is playing good. Carson's playing good. Their offensive line is playing good. And and Russell Wilson's playing out of his damn mind. I, I wouldn't I, I would say the Seahawks is probably that other team, man. My opinion. Yeah. I'll probably go Mahomes to the fact that I mean, he can, you know, he can, he can pull a, you know, win out, of the, you know, he can, he, he's just that dude, man. But, you know, like I said, yeah. you can't go wrong. I think Russell should be the MVP. But yeah. I just feel like they got, you know, I think Seattle's got, I mean, Kansas City has more weapons. But, yeah. But I'm, I would, I would, if I was going to bet on, I would bet on Kansas City. What do you, uh, so, so where do you, we, both of us have gave our opinion. Neither one of us said the Ravens. So what's your what's your take with the Ravens right now? They I know don't have running. a out, they don't have a number one guy on the outside. Like they mm-hmm. talk about Lamar Jackson can't pass. You got to have a elite guy. What's the difference between the, you talk? We talked about Kansas City and we talked about uh, we talked about Seattle. Those guys have clear number ones. The Ravens yep. have a they have a whole bunch of Jags. It's another guy. Like they have yeah. like you know they get some small spades, man. Sometimes you can win with a jack of spades. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you play your hand right, but it, it takes right. perfection throughout each hand to be able to get that to go through. Yeah. But you need a guy who can who can make a play all the time. Like, See that? you know, and other teams have that, and the Ravens don't have a number one guy like that. It's all That's on the I, I was surprised. I was surprised that the AB didn't go there or that it wasn't considered. I mean, I don't know if it wasn't considered. I shouldn't say that. I'm not in those circles. I don't know. But to me, that would have been a, a really good landing place for him, for and him and, and the team. But it, but football, of course. But it's with AB. It's so much in between. Do you it really is, want? It is. And it's kind of like, do you really want that in your locker room? 
Maybe True. I got a whole bunch of young guys. I don't want AB around. Yeah, they got Hollywood Brown. A veteran. Yeah, that's his cousin. I don't want you around like that. Because, you know, you might work hard off the, on the field and at practice, but I don't know what you're doing after work. Or you in his ear. Or, you know, he's just, right. you know, AB, man, I, 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 I wouldn't want him. Like, the coach need AB. All right. They need a they need a they need a receiver, but mm-hmm. you don't. He's just not worth bringing in to me because I don't think he's gonna finish the season. So what do you think about? And, and we we got this. Mike J and I got this uh, insider report from from our own insider, also known as FBI Ace, also known oh, as man. Ace, also Ooh, known too. as Ohio State Buckeyes. <laughs> yeah, three HP lifestyle. But anyway, uh, the huh, the ace, FBI ace told us or shared that uh, Des Bryant was, was being considered by the daggone uh, Ravens. Hey, what's your he, take he's on that? He's on the practice squad. Dez is done, bro. Dez run like, you know, Dez had those lower body injuries. Dez already was kind of slow. He run like he wore, wore lugs. Dez, Dez is done. He's done. <laughs> Not the lugs. Get, <laughs> if you can't get separation, dog, that's a wrap. You think, that, you, you think they have him? Yeah. Um, you know, since you got Hollywood Brown, I can't think of the other guy that they have now. I always forget his name. As kind of two two speedster mid tier guys, you think you have like a possession guy like Dez would help them out? Dez, you know, Dez, big receiver, done, big target. Bro. You can't get you gotta, <laughs> deal. Separ- you gotta get separation, man. And I hate it, but he towards Achilles. He's an older guy who's never really fast. I mean, there, there's there's only so much that you can do. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's, no doubt. He, 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 he's done. I'd rather have To. T.O., you know, T.O., you put him out. T.O. for football sake. Hey, you put him out there. Put you, hey, you talking, you talking about that. Have Chad Johnson out there. Uh, T.O. doesn't hey. Chad. <laughs> look, look, look at Chad. Look look here, nigga. Yeah, they're, they're, they're I, I, no, I got, one, one, Chad Johnson said, I got these Cubans or Conians out here. <laughs> yeah, one, one's in the Hall of Fame. One's a very great good player. See, yeah, no. Yeah. You get two. Once, once Chad left, left, left Cincinnati, he didn't do too much on the field. The old productive everywhere he went, but, nah. but uh, but yeah, as far as uh, Dez is done, man. I, I I hope I'm wrong, and I have no problem being wrong. But yo, I just think lower body injuries to a guy who's hard to get separation. Yeah, Dez is done. Hey man, so let's right. update our grown man's fantasy league real quick. So number oh, one is the homie God. uh Sean Odell, best that ever did it. He's number one in the East and the West. Got the Smugglers and Papa Murph. That's uh you know the hammer and uh and Derek Murphy tied for second in the tied for first in the West man so I I got my first victory my team has been ravished by injuries so it is what it is and it's a twelve team oh, league so that talent is hard to come by so you get an injury it's a wrap yeah my 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 squad has been I've I've had some luck some some bad lucks as far as bye weeks and that sort of thing but most of my guys are just underachieving like. Like, my goodness, I did not expect J.K. Dobbins to have the effect on Mark Ingram's touches and goal line touches as he did. But, man, I was re- I was relying on Mark Ingram to really be be my, 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 my secret or quiet guy to come in and get some stuff done. But that's not the case. Not the case at all. Yeah, yeah man. This is this, this crazy, man. So, let's go to entertainment, man, as we finish this mug on up, man. So, uh, you know, we talked the last, last week about versus season two. And they, yeah. and, they, and, they, and they just announced probably my my favorite going forward is going to be T.I. versus Jeezy. This is going to be the battle of the battle for Atlanta, man. You know, because when these artists, when they were like truly at they apex, I was in the club kicking it. So, man, who you got, man? T.I. versus Jeezy. 
Uh, I'm taking Ti. I'm taking I'm taking Young Tip. Yeah, I'm going Ti. Maybe tip, a, maybe Tip got the catalog. Tip. What do you say? I'm I'm taking Tip maybe eleven and nine. I dig it. Yeah, it, it's not gonna. It's not. He ain't gonna wipe the floor with him. No, no, not, not by not by far. It's gonna it's it's gonna go back. It's gonna go round for round. I like the. I just. I'm, I'm looking forward to. I'm actually. I'm planning to make sure I turn into the to tune into this one. But I think this is gonna be a good one. I like the fact that it's the kind of like that battle for Atlanta type thing. Uh, you get you get some similar sounds, but different sounds at the same time. So I, I'm looking forward to it. But I got Ti. I got Ti. I would probably say. Uh, yeah, eleven and nine sounds about right. Yeah. Cause you got yeah. some, cause both of them got like, see, I got more of those pop hits and Jeezy got some shit like, damn, shit hard in the mug. It's just like, you know, it's just, they both got that sound, man, you know, so it's just kind of like, yeah. what you gonna do when, when Jeezy put on Soul Survivor? It's a hard, it's a hard, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard, hard shot to be able to knock out, man. Or T.I. put on what you know, you know. Man, like, my, 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 I think for, for me, and this is just a, a personal Jeezy favorite, I think a lot of people like it, but, um, I like that bad boy. I get a lot of that. I get a lot of that. Put your heads in the air. If you get man, that joint right there was my that was my hit right there, boy. I I wore that bad boy out. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, I I mean I mess with both of them. They're two of my favorite favorite rappers, man. So I'm definitely looking forward to that, man. I see Buster Rhymes is gonna be a little butt hurt, man. But I know I don't understand why he wanted to battle like T.I. so bad. It's like yo, Buster Rhymes, you was making songs. We were like. And you were making songs like 1989. He's talking about ain't no generation. Nigga, it is. <laughs> you were making songs <laughs> when we were in elementary school. And T.I. is like saying he's a little older than us. He's 40. We, well, I'm sorry. He's older than me. He's not older than both of us. Both of us 43. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Well, well hell, Buster Rhymes, your guy. You know what I'm saying? You was in middle school and Buster Rhymes was like drop scenario. So, you know, this tell nigga. us about Buster Rhymes. Who do you think he should battle, man? I don't know, man. Like, I, I, Busta's, Busta's one of those, I guess you could, as he referred to himself, enigmatic type cats, man. Like, I don't I don't know who would be a really good matchup with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to do the whole New York thing, and he was talking about 50 Cent and all that type of stuff. I don't think 50's a good battle for him. Um, that's just my opinion. I I don't know, man. It's 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 tough to put somebody up against Busta. I don't know who he I got would. those big singles, but I, don't, I never liked his albums. Like, I mean, he got some songs I like, but I never was like, yo, let me get that. But I ain't never bought a Buster Rhymes album when I was buying an album. Yeah, I have. I had. I bought that Buster Rhymes album that had. Uh, uh, heck on. Uh, this is serious. Yeah. yeah, I had. I had yeah. that. Put your hands where my eyes can see. Like yeah, I had that. That was like, uh, when disaster strikes or something like that. Yeah, yeah. When disaster strikes. Yeah. I like I had that album, but I don't know, man. It's difficult to put somebody up against Buster Rhymes, man. Um, I don't know, man. Who would you put up against him? Well, one thing I heard on Joe Budden's podcast, and I have to get them credit. They said Q-Tip. I said, oh, same, same click, same era. That'd mm-hmm. be good. And Q-Tip is hard to beat because he also produced. Kind of hard, like yo, I produce one love off Illmatic and like give up the goods from like Infamous, plus all the stuff yeah. I did from my from a uh, from. Tribe Called Quest. But yeah, I'm just, you know, I don't understand why Buster was jumping in the arena like that. You know, he's just Buster, like. Buster be the one to play something. Now, I'm not saying it wasn't a hot song, but he played, he been to play that. Um, what's that bad boy? 
Oh, it was like it ended up being there, like just bring it, babe. Watch it turn from like, yeah. Like I can see him bringing. Yeah, that. I know you're talking about. I just, but that's a lot of busting. I don't. I mean, he had some really big singles, but it's just like I never want to hear like a whole album of him. It's like he's like one of those cats, like adding hot sauce to your fish. I don't want it drenched in hot sauce. Yeah, hot sauce on the fish. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Absolutely. it's just too much. Like it's like, dude, shut up. Ain't like he breast drinks. So nah, he like. It look like that nigga wrapping it down. And then nigga be like, that should have come out like reptile or Mortal Kombat, like a green smoke coming out of his face. I don't trust a nigga hey, with big ass nostrils like that. Look at Dion Ward. Well, fuck you, young nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she look like Cobra Commander. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> yeah, she look like Cobra Commander. Hey, man. So who would you like to see next on Versus, man? Who would I like to see next? I don't know, yeah. man. I, I kind of I wouldn't mind seeing like another uh, like an R and B group type battle. Um, I don't know, maybe like Drew Hill against somebody, man. I don't know. I I couldn't do. I know I couldn't do Boys to Men because I don't think anybody would stand up to Boys to Men. Like I don't, I, no, nobody can really get with them on the. She on would. That. Who she you gonna, who you got going on Boys to Men as a group? Nigga, nigga, Jonathan. You can have those damn boys and man, that damn I wanna I wanna sit back and like I wanna pet it. Jo- I wanna Jodeci is hey, one of my favorite, favorite groups and I think Jodeci is, is live with it, but uh, I don't want that damn like hey, you know, you ain't even calling me. Stop being a cent nigga. She don't want you no more. Nigga, get it together. You know what I'm saying? About hits though, man. Does, does Jodeci have anything that, that hits end of the road though? All right, nigga. So we gonna put on like you know, come and talk to me, or you gonna sit back and hey, look. You can have that. I know you like that 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 sit back and like that handhold music. It's like you like Michael Blackson. I'm, just saying, like I'm a, talking about like like alive, pound for pound hits. He be wiping Michael Jackson's ass off the damn floor and shit. So you know, only you know, but it's funny. I listened to a podcast and they said they asked boys and men. They asked us Sean Sean Stockman and somebody said Joe said nigga rolled his eyes. But that, <laughs> that would be the thing for '90 supremacy. Yeah. Now, do I think Boys and Men will win? Yes, but that you can't say that if they don't have anybody else. That would be their their match. Would be Jodeci. That's the yeah, only Joe, one. They Jodeci, Jodeci would be the would be the only one. Yeah, I was gonna say that Jodeci would be the only. So one they were polar. Match. They were polar opposites. Nigga, I know you used to wear your little bow ties. Unless you can, have, unless you have uh, what's the guy with Tony, Tony, Tony? Would you put some? Who oh. would you put up against a cast like Tony, Tony, Tony? I will probably just pick Raphael Sadiq, and then he would probably he's hard he's hard out for anybody. Nobody really. I mean, the person, the best R and B versus person is a person who we spoke about earlier who got beat up in jail by a white supremacist, <laughs> and that's Robert Sylvester oh. Kelly. But unless they can do a versus live from Cook County Jail, that nigga's out of there. <laughs> uh, you know, oh, I like man. to see D'Angelo. De- I like to see D'Angelo and Maxwell. I think D'Angelo wins by you know probably like. 13 7 or something, but yeah, that would D'Angelo, be a good one. You said, you said D'Angelo would get Maxwell? Yeah. I mean, you, know, be, you put that would yeah, be a good you know. one. I don't know, man. Maxwell, Maxwell got some fire though. And you start then you start thinking of the songs that D'Angelo wrote for other people. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, you just like I said, we go into a versus. This is it ain't it's everything. Heat. I mean, yeah. Maxwell got some, he got some heat, but he doesn't have two standout albums like Brown Sugar and uh and what's the other one? Uh, Voodoo. Voodoo, yeah. And the answer, I mean, Maxwell has some great music, but he ain't got no two bangers like that. 
Now I didn't get into like some Man. of the letters in because some of the stuff he kind of mutters. I don't want really to get into that. But yeah, I think D'Angelo. That would be. I want to see for people who who are in the same age era who are fighting for supremacy. D'Angelo Maxwell. That. You know, if they're gonna do R and B, Drew not Drew Hill, but uh, Jodeci versus Boyz II Men. I mean, if you really now, if you want to sit back and say, all right, Boyz II Men versus New Edition. But if you want to get to new edition, then are you gonna get the solo songs? Because it's like song for song with new edition, yeah, maybe. But if you guys get like, oh, we can throw this Bobby album on a DVD, then that's a wrap. Or your yeah, personal yeah. favorite sensitivity. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know this that was good shit. You know that was good shit. Hey, let man, me ask you. That, let me ask you. That, let me finish this. Dog. I was in the car. I was in the car with my lady yesterday, dog. And she was a great plug up. We used to listen to a podcast. Before we got in, you know what came on, dog? The first thing I said, that's my nigga, that's my nigga Botox song. That damn Medina Howard freak plugging out. So, oh, that was that nigga shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was my shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was that nigga. Oh, it came up to the crib. Oh, I'm not touching I said, what the fuck you doing, nigga? Oh, man. I was just in my Medina Howard bag. That nigga chill. We did that like 95. You talking about a freak like me? Nigga, Medina Howard, boy. Nigga, she she used to woo. Hmm. She had she had you talk about some of that some of that daggone some of that music, boy. Remember yeah. that daggone t-shirt and panties? Woo. Yeah. That was a there was there was a lot there was a lot of friction to that song. But I'm just gonna that's all hmm. I'm gonna say. Give y'all some insight to the blow <laughs> a lot of, lot of action. A lot of action. Yeah. That's a nigga. Not, uh, not Jeff. Not both tattooing. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 Nigga Rudy was oh crazy. man, man, but yeah, the R&B things would be cool, man. But if Boyz it had to, be, it had to be Jodeci or a New Edition. But it really, should be boy. It should be it should be Boyz and Jodeci because you can't. No, it's kind of hard to go in the verses because they took their name from you know Boyz Men got their name from a, you know the voice from the Boyz Men song off of Any Heartbreak. Hmm. I'm, I'm gonna ask you this, brother. I'm gonna ask you this, and I I already know a part of your answer just because of uh, your 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 everyday takes on, on a certain group of people, but with Swiss Beats and, and, and Timbo and all the success that they've had, that sort of stuff, how do you feel or what would you think about them incorporating some, some non-melanated talent into the verses, into the, into the versus battles? Like who? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anybody. It I mean, it depends. It depends. It like, depends on like, you talking about. Like, are you talking about like you know? You talking about doing like some Van Halen? Well, dude, some Van Halen just passed. So, like some Holland Oates type shit, or are you talking about getting on some pure rock type shit? Like when you don't. No, like, no. I'm just saying. Beatles? Like, so I'm saying, and if if you if we're on the, we're on the, the topic of like R and B or whatever. So if you were to incorporate like a group like I, I don't know, fucking Backstreet Boys. And you say, okay, let's put them up against another group. You know, it could be Backstreet Boys against New Kids on the Block, or it could be Backstreet Boys against Boys to Men. Like, what is your take on on when you're talking about sheer music, taking race and all that type of stuff out of it? Like, where do you think, or how do you match up uh, just just musical, I guess, greatness or talent or whatever 
across genres? That's kind of my uh, bigger think, question. When you, cro- when you cross boys, genres, I think the Backstreet Boys sold a lot of albums. I don't think the end of them were really talented. Like Instinct, Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. was like talented, but mm-hmm. you know, you start talking about like. New Kids on the Block, Marie Starr, they basically, he basically took the stuff he wrote for New Edition and crafted them as a white version. They became pop stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it was like on some like people who I deem, it's not even like a race thing, they're like super, super talented, then yeah. But the groups that you just named, they cookie cutter, they were boy bands. So I yeah. mean, it, just, it just wasn't, it's just, the music is bland. It's like, it's like stuff that you hear in a Target, in a Target dressing room. That's their music to me. Now, if it was like some people like on some rock, like you saw someone feel like Kurt Cobain, who's not, you know, absolutely deceased, people like that, then yeah. Even you talk about someone like Guns N' Roses, who had one of the greatest rock albums of all time, right? That's mm-hmm. different. But like Cookie Cutter? Yeah. Nah, I, don't, I don't, I don't. No, that's I, what I I'm saying. You know me, I don't mess with Cookie Cutter. Like, I know, I, I know. But I'm saying, I guess the bigger question was when you talent a versus that is, that knows no genre. I guess that's my bigger question. You can incorporate you incorporate rock or or you know that that sort of thing that you know just some of that some of that talent outside of what we would traditionally call quote unquote black music or whatever like when you start to cross over and just say look we're looking at we're gonna look at music and let's see because Timberland and and Swiss and Swizz I mean obviously have worked with a multitude of fucking people you know what I mean it doesn't matter who they've been with they've done every damn genre damn near. So that's that was the spirit of my question. Do you feel like versus can be something that is cross genre, and you start to kind of battle in that in that form? Well, I mean, mostly all music is based off black music, if you want to get technical. But I mean, it depends on who it is. Like, there's yeah. a, I mean, to me, it's the quality of the music. Because mm-hmm. you bring in someone like, you know, you're doing some like white soul, like Hall and Oates. They were doing some great music. But you can't say let's do Hall and Oates first and New Kids on the Block. They like. Yo, one music is really good. The other music was like, yo, cookie cutter. Like it was the same. It was just formality because the same people. You could you can name you can put take people from Instinct and Backstreet Boys and switch them. You wouldn't know the difference. You would know just. Yeah, I, say, I don't. Kinda, I don't he know. Kinda, he kind of stood out. That's it. That's what I was gonna say. I don't know. And this is this is just Bowtie Fresh. Like I don't know anybody from any of those groups except Justin Timberlake. That's yeah, it. Just so, I couldn't. A, I couldn't it, tell you. I couldn't tell you any member of any of those other groups. I just don't know. So, yeah, that, like is this like if you want to get someone like uh, so Christina Aguilera is very talented, right? You know, you talking about someone like that? Yeah, yeah you can use that. You know, is this you know? But it also, I think they would mess up their core fan base. Could be like, because I was saying, I'm like, oh, that's a reach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I feel you. I'd be like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch it, but you know, to each his own. I would just skip that one. I see. So it's kind of like, and it's also, to me, black people always get the short end of the stick when it comes to critical success. Like, look, like I, I have title and I look at the, like what people said about the albums during the time. It could be like a great album, even like Outkast stuff. And they don't really get the credit they deserve until like the album the white people fell in love with, which had Hey Y'all and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing. Okay, so I got I got I got one more for you. We're talking about people that we would want to see. What old school battle, old school artists would you want to see? And I'm gonna say 1985 and before. If it, you know, obviously still alive or whatever, but if you if you could match up anybody 1985 or before, Does who would you everybody like to have see? to be alive or just like the key people? 
No, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be everybody. It could just it could just be the the people. Cause I will because no one's beating Isley brothers. Man, nah, not a, oh man, forgot about the Isley Brothers. Woo, yeah, I mean, because they are really America's best rock band. If you go back and look with their music from all the time, no one being Isley Brothers, like nobody. <laughs> I like to see Charlie Wilson in the verses too, because he got that was, Gap Band stuff, and then his stuff that he did like you know solo. That's a hard yeah. out. Yeah, like, nobody being Isley Brothers. What about Frankie? Would you who who would you who would you put them up against? Well, that'd be a, that'd be a, that'd be a, Frankie would know, be a tough time, but I don't know. It's just like, you know, because this music is that's so like black, black, which is great. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like, you know, even if you put some, let's just say if you're playing against Earth, Wind, and Fire, it's a tough night. That's a tough night for Frankie. You know what I'm saying? Because they had, <laughs> yeah. you know, Maurice White passed away. You know what I'm saying? So, just, yeah. I mean, you know, not to say that uh, my man, uh, Philip Bailey, still alive, but you know. I want to hear from Maurice White because he wrote most of the songs. Or even somebody like George Clinton. I would love to see him have a versus. Because he's worked with Parliament and Funkadelic. And all and how influential his music was for like 90s hip hop. So, yeah. But yeah. I want to, I'm ready to, I'm ready to see Houdini and Cameo battle it out. Battle to the oh, death, damn it. I'm ready to shout out to my uncle who looks like uh, Larry Blackman. Uh, yeah, I'll probably go. <laughs> Yo, that nigga and that damn like picture Larry. you sent me. <laughs> that nigga look just like Larry Blackman, man. All that, nigga needed was, Blackman. all that nigga needed was the damn was when Larry Blackman was wearing that ill like uh, thing he covered his nuts with. <laughs> yeah, that dog. Oh, no, uh, cup. <laughs> yeah, red boy. A red my cup. Had, yeah, my uncle had the box, man. So my uncle, my my dad and uncle, they was in uh, Alabama, Florida, somewhere. And they kept asking, was you Larry Blackman? So my daddy said, after a while, mom said, something was Larry Blackman, man. I was like, hell no. But, uh, yeah. shout out to that, man. Yeah, nigga look just like Larry Blackman. But yeah, man, but, uh. Goddamn Lair. Hey, man, but shoot, man. Let's go ahead and finish this on up, man. So, Bowtie, give us your moment, man. All right, man. So the Bowtie moment this week, excuse me, um, I posted this early on my social medias and, this is just a shout out, shout out to the fellow, something that I saw posted, but shout out to the men, because again, oftentimes we don't, we don't really take care of ourselves, but the bow tie moment goes like this. Shout out to the men who haven't felt okay lately, but you still get up every day and refuse to quit. Stay strong, Kings. And that one, that one spoke to me just because again, a lot of times, you know, it could be male bravado, machismo, whatever you want to call it, but you know, a lot of times we aren't as real with ourselves. A lot of times we don't support other men for whatever reason. People are like, oh, you're softer. Oh, this, that, whatever, whatever the dumb shit is. But we got to take care of each other. We got to take care of ourselves. So it was just one of those posts that stood out to me. And I just wanted to pretty much just uplift the fellas. But we all go through shit too. Um, going through shit, you know, whatever the case may be. But be strong. Be strong for yourselves first and foremost. That way you can be strong for, for your loved ones, your families, and continue to be the foundation and the rocks that, that we are. That's the bow tie moment this week. Yeah, no doubt, man. Appreciate all the support. You know, we did episode 101, so like it's a new beginning. So thank you for everybody who's been supporting. Been down. Y'all you know, pod- dropping knowledge, now. podcast 101. I know, right? <laughs> hey, man, so we definitely shout out to everybody. I'm going to post those old episodes that we talked about earlier. So we'll catch y'all next week. Appreciate the support. Remember, rate, share, and review the show. 
you know what I'm saying? Be there. This is independent black on and battle battle. Coach Percy Miller. And we'll catch y'all next right, week. Right. Peace out, y'all. One love.